Hello. Why don't we uh, begin with a prayer for this hour? If you've um, listened to the quest, you've probably heard me pray this prayer on the quest before. It's one of my favorites. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Direct, we beseech thee, O Lord, all our actions by thy holy inspirations, and carry them on by thy gracious assistance, that every prayer and work of ours may begin always from thee, and by thee be happily ended through Christ our Lord. Amen. Seed of Wisdom, pray for pray us. For us. <clears throat> In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> so, hello, everyone. My welcome. You're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio. This is AM 1160, The Quest's Spring Pledge Drive. We're live on air today in the studio in Roswell, Georgia. I'm Father Augustine Tran, and I'm a priest of the Archdiocese of Atlanta. <clears throat> I'm joined by my co-host, uh, this first hour of the drive, and her name is Lisa Wheeler of Carmel Communications. We also have Annie Porter with us, our production manager, uh, who's uh, making sure everything goes smoothly for us here today. <clears throat> So today is the day two of our Spring Pledge Drive. We hope you'll join us in our mission to bring a million souls to Christ. That's our goal at the Quest. Our caller number is 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160. It's always remember, it's easy to remember that 1160 because we're on AM 1160. So that's that 1160. Or you can listen or donate as well at thequestatlanta.com. Uh, that's our URL. Don't forget the the in that. It's T-H-E, questatlanta.com. Thequestatlanta.com is our URL if you want to go there to donate also. <clears throat> so we need your help over this next hour. Uh, your pledge will make a big difference for us. Your pledge can change the hearts of uh, someone who's listening today. You know, I, uh, <clears throat> I'm i sure many of you have had that experience where you're going through something, you have an issue, and uh, you you decide to pick up the Bible and, and maybe take some time out and you read Scripture and you just happen to open up Scripture to that verse that just really speaks to whatever that situation is. I think we've all experienced that in our life. Well, <clears throat> that happens to me also when I'm listening to the radio, when I'm listening to Catholic radio. Maybe I'm dealing with an issue or I'm trying to get ideas for a homily or I'm just, you know, thinking about what I uh, something I want to say to my students in class or something like that. And I'll turn on the radio and, and whoever's speaking, you know, happens to just uh, to address that, that situation. You know, that's God's providence, how he works. So in that same way. <clears throat> As he talks to us to scripture, he definitely talks to us to the, through the radio also. So your pledge, whatever you pledge, can certainly help to save souls. You know, when people tune in right at the, the time, they might hear words that will bring conversion, uh, the conversion in their life. So we're all called to evangelize. You can do your part just by supporting the quest. Uh, Annie, can you tell us what is, what's our goal for this half hour? Yes, hour? Father. So our goal for this hour is... 15 donors. So we want 15 donors. And out of those 15 donors, we want one station guardian and three monthly donors. And if we hit that goal, then we get an extra $2,000 added to this hour from a very generous donor donor that's offered to do that for us. So that was 15 donors. And out of that 15 donors, we would like to see one station guardian and three monthly donors. So by a guardian, that's someone who donates $100 a month. And uh, monthly donors, anyone who donates uh, $25 a month. We also have this uh, dollar a day club. Uh, if someone wants to just uh, give up $1 a day, so $30 a month. Or um, <clears throat> a one-time gift of uh, $200 or more, right? Um, uh, any, of those, any of those people will, uh, is going to get a very special gift this spring. 
So I'm going to actually kick it off, and I am going to uh, commit to being a monthly donor, a $25 monthly donor, starting from this point, uh, starting from this month on. So Annie's going to awesome. take that, that information yeah. for me. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll begin there and see if we can uh, get to our uh, get to our goal and get that uh, special uh, matching gift from that generous uh, generous donor. So this is your Catholic radio station in Atlanta. God made uh, has made the way for the quest to be here, and we have the ability to reach over three million souls. So please help us to do that. It says, I said, I really love the way. Just like when I pick up scripture, you know, the the Lord really speaks to you through the things through uh, uh, what he has to say in sacred scripture. He also uh, very often speaks to me through things that I hear on the radio. I really uh, love that about about the quest and about Catholic radio. So as I mentioned, I'm joined here this hour by my co-host, which is Lisa Wheeler. Lisa runs Carmel Communications, a media and communications apostolate based here in Atlanta, Georgia, which is actually run out of the same office here as the Quest. So they're actually connected to each other. Lisa and I have known each other for over 20 years now. That's hard to believe. Uh, we met uh, before I was actually ordained at my very first assignment in uh, Douglasville, Georgia at St. Teresa's when I was still a transitional deacon. So we met way back then in 1998. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Father. It's so hard to believe that um, it's been over 20 years um, I mean, let's face it, I'm only 30. So, you know, you started at a very young age coming into the, uh, the priesthood. Um, anyway, I'm excited that we get to talk today about Catholic Radio together. Um, it's fun to reminisce about um, all of the experiences that we've had over the years um, in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. And that's really what this is all about. You know, this is about local Catholic Radio. And, um, you know, I want to remind our listeners that are listening today, you know, before they hear a little bit more about how Father and I met, in case there's anyone out there that's really interested in that, um, <laughs> that you're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest. And we are in the first hour of day two of the Spring Pledge Drive. And for those of you that are tuning in, you know, we are here today to support <coughs> local Catholic radio in Atlanta. Um, it's really important, I think, that uh, we have Catholic radio here. I remember, um, you know, 10, 15 years ago, uh, when I was working in ministry, uh, in the diocese here, um, you know, as father said, this, that is how we met. And there were several people that have tried over and over again to get Catholic radio started here in Atlanta. And, you know, it really, you know, for whatever reason, the timing was never right. And it's been, divine providence uh, that has come about in these last few years um, through the leadership of uh, the, the people that have started Catholic Radio to be able to um, offer a way for local Atlantans to connect to their faith um, and for a way to evangelize, um, you know, through the spirit of communications and through the many wonderful uh, hosts and, and programming and shows uh, that Catholic Radio is able to offer. Um, this pledge drive, as some people that are regular listeners of the quest know, uh, has been rescheduled from an earlier, uh, time period in March as you know, you know, the quest had originally scheduled the pledge drive right when, uh, the coronavirus situation was really beginning to, to peak, uh, in terms of precautions, uh, they had over 
10 priests, 30 local hosts and guests. I was one of them, you know, scheduled for 33 shows over the course of several days. So much work that was put in uh, to that period of time by volunteers and uh, the team here at, at the Quest, and they had to shut it down. So it was a huge disappointment, but it was definitely the right thing to do at the time. But now we're back, and you know the exciting news in the Archdiocese of Atlanta this week is that our local churches are opening up this week for prayer and for Mass and the sacraments. Thanks be to God. Um, Amen. Uh, it has been a period of Eucharistic famine for so many of us, as we refer to it. And so now, you know, God's providence once again comes together. And, you know, the same week that we're able to enter into our churches here in Atlanta, we're happy to be here, too, on the air live and supporting the quest and be part of the mission um, that is evangelizing so well here in uh, our local Atlanta community. You know, Atlanta Catholic Radio is an encouragement. It's been an encouragement during uh, this period of pandemic. Uh, you know, they were they got together so quickly to create a program um, for people to offer hope and peace um, and encouragement during this time. Uh, many of you may have been listening to the the sheltering and peace program that uh, has been happening weekly here during the pandemic. So with, this really is a, is a, a, a place to come um, where you can be inspired uh, to love the Catholic faith and uh, to evangelize others. So a reminder that the number to call us today is 470-508-1160. 570-508-1160. It's 470. 470. <laughs> it's all right, guys. It's early in the morning, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So 470-508-1160. So you heard the, the earlier goals um, that Annie relayed. We have 15 donors, one station guardian, uh, three monthly donors that we uh, would like to get to today so that the Quest will be able to receive an extra $2,000 from a generous donor. Father Augustine has already uh, committed to being one of those monthly donors, so we would love to have Two additional monthly donors join him. Uh, The Station Guardian, uh, which is a $100 a month donor, will receive a very special gift, um, a beautiful rosary uh, that has um, had special blessing. It has been uh, touched to the true uh, cross of Jesus Christ, as well as to two first-class relics of two of your favorite saints. A beautiful rosary. There's only... Um, eight of them left. Uh, we've already had a couple of station guardians pledge. And so there are eight of those beautiful rosaries um, left today. So we hope that you'll consider helping us to meet our goals uh, over the course of these three days, but really during this hour while Father and I are talking to you. Um, and if you can't help us with your financial support, let us know how let us know you can pledge prayer support, um, if not in dollars. That is really important to us. Uh, here at the Quest. Uh, Right now, as a matter of fact, we have a volunteer that's in adoration in our chapel. Uh, Some of you may uh, know that we have a a chapel where um, the the Blessed Sacrament is reserved uh, 24 hours a day. And when, you know, pre-pandemic, we have been able to offer Mass once a week, and we're really hoping uh, that that will restart very soon. But right now, there's someone in Uh, our chapel, a volunteer, praying for your intentions. For all of you listening right now in your car or on the Quest Atlanta, 
and, and praying for uh, the success uh, of this pledge drive. The Holy Spirit is with us in the studio for these three days, and we're excited to see what the Holy Spirit will be doing, and our phone lines are open. So right now, we ask you, along with um, my co-host here, Father Augustin Tron, to make a pledge. The number is 470-508-1160. That number is 470-508-1160. So whether it's a prayer, volunteering, or your financial support, your call lets us know that the quest matters to you, that you want to keep uh, this going. Gifts of any amount uh, are appreciated and humbly accepted. Um, even $5 a month uh, can help the quest continue with their goals. So, Father, let's talk a little bit about ourselves. Um, really, let's talk about you, because um, I think that most people out there really want to hear about you. Uh, you're the priest. You're way more interesting than I am. And um, I'll ask the questions, even though you're the host. Uh, we joke, Father and I joke about the temperaments all the time, so I'm a cleric, so naturally I'm taking over right now. But um, we're going to uh, hear a little bit about Father. So, um, Father, our listeners today, let's talk a little bit about where we first met. You mentioned it a little bit in the beginning. Um, you know, how did you end up here in the Archdiocese of Atlanta? And, and you know, give us a little bit about you know your story of um, vocation and you know coming to the Archdiocese. Uh, so I actually came down to Atlanta in 1990 uh, after graduating from college. I went to the University of Notre Dame. And uh, I wanted to go to graduate school. One of my professors uh, recommended Georgia Tech. My <clears throat> degree was in aerospace engineering. And so one of my professors uh, thought tech might be a good fit for me. So he suggested I apply. I did. I got into tech. And so I came down here to Atlanta. And at the time, even though I went to Notre Dame, wasn't really much of a practicing Catholic. Um, but actually coming down here to tech and uh, being amongst non-Catholics was where I really... Um, People started to question the faith, and I didn't have any answers. You know, <clears throat> this is one of the beautiful things about Catholic radio. Is I'm, so often I'm listening, and uh, and so many questions get answered. So um, about the faith, and down here in the heart of the Bible Belt, it's it's wonderful for us to have that because I know not only Catholics listen to the show, non-Catholics listen also. And so I uh, I came down here and uh, really my develop my uh, spirituality, my faith developed while I was at Georgia Tech. I entered the seminary, and then I was finally I was ordained in 1998. My first assignment was at St. Teresa's in Douglasville. I was a uh, transitional deacon there for about six months, and then I was ordained in December of 98. And so that was where Lisa and I met because uh, she was the youth minister there, and we had a lot of uh, we had a lot of fun working with the kids. Yeah, absolutely. I mean the uh, the adventures that we went on, uh, mission trips, and. Uh, we went to Rome for World Youth Day uh, with the kids, and, um, you know, Father Augustine was a real blessing uh, to the youth of uh, St. Teresa's in Douglasville, and really, you know, I like to say that it is where, even though I was the youth minister there, I really didn't learn about my faith until Father um, arrived at St. Teresa's and, you know, really opened up. Uh, the teachings of the church and, um, you know, really evangelized and, and demonstrated what it means to evangelize. And that's, you know, that's a reflection of what we're doing here today. The reason that, you know, we're here on the radio together 
um, is it's about evangelization. And, you know, not everybody has the, um, you know, the, the, the ability or the, uh, the gift of, you know, being able to be part of a youth group or uh, even sometimes a, a, a faith community or a church community um, that really has a commitment to evangelization. But, you know, Catholic Radio, especially the Quest here, is really um, the heart, uh, has a heart and a commitment for teaching people and evangelizing people um, about the Catholic faith. And it doesn't matter, no matter where you are um, in the Atlanta area, you can tune in uh, to the Quest and, you know, you can hear uh, and be inspired by the, the richness, you know, of our Catholic faith. Um, so, you know, just a reminder as we continue to talk here that uh, this is AM 1160, The Quest. Um, we are live. My name is Lisa Wheeler, and I am here with um, my co-host, the actual host, really, <laughs> of this hour, Father uh, Augustine Tran. And, uh, and we're talking about Catholic Radio, and we really hope that you will consider calling us right now or going online and making a pledge. Uh, the phone number for that is 470-508-1160, or you can join us at thequestatlanta.com. So, Father, after St. Teresa's, um, then what did you do? I had a couple of assignments. I was a parochial vicar at St. Thomas More in Decatur. I was parochial vicar at All Saints in Dunwoody. Uh, and then I went to D.C. for a couple of years to study canon law. I did that in 92 to 94. And then in 1994, I was assigned to Blessed Trinity Catholic High School uh, as a teacher there. And so I taught uh, math there. I've taught Latin there. So most of my time teaching theology there while I was there. And I was there up until this year. I, this, I, I just finished, actually, um, uh, at Blessed Trinity. After 16 years, um, now the bishop has given me a new assignment. And I, I love my time at Blessed Trinity. It's, it was a great uh, a great experience. I'm really, really going to miss that school. Um, but I'm uh, now going to be parochial vicar at uh, St. Teresa's in Douglasville. And I'm also going to be uh, doing more work with Regina Chaley Academy, which is a homeschooling hybrid here in Atlanta. So kind of splitting my time between those two things. So that's what, uh, that's what I'm going to start doing here in about a month, starting July 1st. So it's just, you and I were just talking about this the other day, that I can't believe that it's been 16 years um, since you first went to Blessed Trinity. I remember it as clear as day. Uh, my niece, who just turned um, 22, uh, was a baby. I mean, little toddler, not toddler, but, you know, young. When you started at Blessed Trinity, you ended up having her um, at Blessed Trinity in your class. And, you know, now she is in college and... Um, and your time at Blessed Trinity is, you know, has come to an end. And I'm excited about what you're going to be able to do uh, at Regina Chaley Academy uh, here in Atlanta uh, and for that program. And also your parochial vicar as well at mm -hmm. St. Monica's mm -hmm. as well. So for those of you that don't know, Father will also be um, continuing and, and, you know, serving more at St. Monica's in, um, in Duluth. Mm -hmm. All right, I think that's that's enough. <laughs> that's enough about me. We want to hear about that. We want to hear about the quest and what's going on here. So we're going to listen now to a quick uh, clip from Cresta in the Afternoon. Cresta in the Afternoon can be heard Monday through Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern right here on The Quest. Today our focus, though, is on Our Lady of Fatima, which, of course, is not unrelated to uh, God's concern 
for the human race. And the apparitions at Fatima are, in, in my opinion, uh, some of the most interesting uh, of the private, so-called private revelations that we've had over the history of the Catholic Church. I find them very interesting because of the content, first of all, the content of uh, the call to penance, prayer, the salvation of souls. But beyond that, it's when it occurred, right? Uh, in 1917, what was happening in the world when the Blessed Mother appeared to the three shepherd children? What were the consequences of it? What happened uh, over the course of the 20th century? What about... Uh, we have an actual magisterial document that was released uh, regarding the so-called third secret of Fatima and its relationship to uh, Pope St. John the Twenty-Third. excuse me, Pope St. John Paul II. So there's so many interesting twists and turns to this, um, the apparitions associated with Fatima that I wanted to take special time today uh, to explore those uh, with my uh, guest and friend, Dr. Robert Fistigi. He's Professor of Systematic Theology at Sacred Heart Major Seminary. He's done private research in Paris and Montreal, took part in a study tour of Saudi Arabia sponsored by the National Council for U.S.-Arab Relations, and he has served as the executive editor of the 2009-2013 to supplements to the New Catholic Encyclopedia. He's the author of several books, including The Mystical Theology of the Catholic Reformation, as well as Virgin Mother Queen, Encountering Mary in Time and Tradition. Robert, it's good to have you back here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Al. It's my pleasure. And happy feast of uh, Our uh, Our Lady of Fatima, yeah. uh, which is uh, deeply connected, of course, with St. John Paul II, who will... Uh, He's up in heaven now. We have certitude of that because he's a canonized saint. Amen. But uh, it will be on the 18th, his 100th birthday. Uh, he was born May 18th, 1920. So uh, we will be celebrating the centenary of the birth of this great saint, uh, who was also very devoted to the Blessed Mother, uh, and especially uh, Our Lady of Fatima. Hey, this is, uh, you know, when I was growing up, probably when you were growing up too, as as a Catholic boy, people, got, we used to just wonder all the time about the so-called third secret of Fatima. And we had all kinds of these apocryphal tales that we told to one another and retold to one another about uh, the Pope. I, I don't remember who it was. I was probably eight or nine, ten years old when we were talking about these things. And we didn't talk about yes. religious things very often, but this is the kind of stuff that went on where I was growing up. But you'd say, yeah, did you hear that uh, the Pope read the third secret and he had a heart attack? So that means it must mean the end of the world, right? And this, <laughs> this is the kind of conversations we would have as kids. We knew nothing and <laughs> nobody told us anything. But in our own lifetime, we actually have... Um, addressed the church has addressed this question of the so-called third secret which is really just part yeah. three of a the apparitions yeah. and visions um john paul ii was a, a major figure in bringing that to our attention um 
So why don't you, I want to go back to the origins, but let's start at the end this time. What is it that John Paul II wanted us to know, and to what efforts did he make to ensure that he had properly understood the third, so-called third secret? He checked this out with Lucia. and Tell me a little bit about that, because I think it's fascinating. Well, yes, as you, as you know, uh, Al, there were, first there were these three angelic apparitions of 1916 preparing the three shepherd children, two of whom are now canonized saints, St. Francisco and St. Jacinta, and Sister Lucia. Um, I know we, in Italian people like to say Lucia, and we say Lucy in English, but uh, it, uh, uh, it would be more like Lucia in in uh in portuguese uh she she's up for beatification uh and it's it's progressing uh, uh along the way but in 1917 there were these six marian apparitions between the first one beginning may 13th which is of course today that's mm-hmm. why we have the feast of uh our lady of fatima and they continued once a month uh until october 13th 1917, and then there were some subsequent uh, apparitions to Sister Lucia uh, when she was a, a sister uh, in Spain, and, uh, and, the, and those are subsequent secrets. But in terms of the major apparitions, they were there in 1917, with the first beginning on May 13th. But it was on July 13th, that apparition, uh, that... Um, Lucia asked for a miracle so people may believe the lady mm-hmm. who didn't tell her. She, they just called her the lady. Then eventually she reveals her name as Our Lady of the Rosary. And uh, the lady says in October she will reveal who she is and perform a miracle. So that's a great example of some of the programming that you're going to hear here at The Quest. The show aired just a couple of weeks ago on the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. And for listeners turning in who might have never heard of Fatima, the episode also provided a wealth of information on the apparition itself, on the children there, what our Blessed, what our blessed Mother said to those children, and also what it means for us here in, uh, the 20, in 2020. So, uh, Lisa, you also have a pretty timely connection to this Fatima story, right? I do, I do, I do, I do. And um, I definitely want to talk about that just a little bit. Um, But I also, we are here for a pledge drive. We are here to talk about Atlanta Catholic Radio and keeping Atlanta Catholic Radio on the air. So I just want to remind those of you that are listening that our call-in number um, to support Atlanta Catholic Radio is 470-508-1160. That's 470-508. 508-1160, or you can um, donate online at thequestatlanta.com. And um, I, Annie told us in just a, um, it, just a little while ago that we've already had four donors um, in the last, you know, almost 30 minutes uh, that we've been on, on air. And we need more. We want, remember, our goal this hour is 15 donors. So we really want you to uh, think about becoming a donor. Uh, One of the ways that you can be a donor is be part of the St. Gabriel Society, the Quest St. Gabriel Society. These are monthly donors who pledge $20 or more um, per month. And a mass is said 
once a month here in our chapel for the intentions of our monthly sustainers. Father Augustine um, will likely be a priest that is offering those intentions um, for our monthly donors. So a uh, perfect time for you to call in and make that pledge since um, your intentions will be uh, taken to the altar of our Lord by Father Augustine Tron. When we're able to have mass again on Wednesdays, um, it, those intentions will be the first uh, to be offered. And uh, just before the shutdown, Bishop Ned was here and he said mass in our chapel for all of our current St. Gabriel Society uh, monthly donors. So, um, you know, 470-508-1160 is our number, thequestatlanta.com. Please make um, your pledge uh, as soon as you can today. And um, so quickly about Fatima, because I think we're getting ready to go to a break. Uh, there is a movie. Um, so Carmel Communications is a media apostolate, and we promote one of the things as films. So there is a major theatrical film um, on Fatima coming to theaters. Yes, it is coming to theaters <laughs> August 14th. It will be here in Atlanta. And it is, this is the first major motion picture about Our Lady since 1952. Um, so, and it, it's going to be one of the first films in theaters, um, you know, post-pandemic, as we like to say. So uh, for those of you that want to evangelize your family members, um, this will be a perfect opportunity. The film is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It stars um, Harvey Keitel, original music by Andrea Bocelli. Uh, and I'm really excited about being able to, you know, be a part of the promotion um, for this uh, film about Fatima. So we're going to take a short break now, but uh, please come back uh, after the break. Don't miss. We're going to have a special guest who's going to call us call in. The number to call is 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160. Or go to thequestatlanta.com and click that donate button. This is Father Kevin Peek, a priest of the Archdiocese of Atlanta. And this is my favorite prayer, the breastplate of St. Patrick. Let us pray. Christ be with me. Christ within me. Christ behind me. Christ before me. Christ beside me. Christ to win me. Christ to comfort and restore me. Christ beneath me. Christ above me, Christ in quiet, Christ in danger, Christ in hearts of all that love me, Christ in mouth of friend and stranger. Amen. The Quest presents Lesser Known Saints with Ken and Chuck. Tell us about St. Casimir of Poland. He was the third of 13 children born to King Casimir IV and Elizabeth of Austria. His devotion to God was prevalent at a tender young age as he displayed great holiness in all that he did, even as a child. His father once ordered him to lead an army against Hungary and, although he opposed it, out of obedience, he went. But when soldiers started deserting along the way, he too turned back. Furious with him, Kashmir's father banished him to the castle of Zoki. While there, King Kashmir IV tried to arrange a few different marriages for Kashmir, but Kashmir refused each one, which is why he is honored as a patron saint of bachelors. St. Kashmir died of lung disease at the age of 23. His feast day is celebrated on March 4th. He is also invoked as the patron saint of both Poland and Lithuania. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. We need EWTN Radio for the reason that Mother Angelica founded this entire enterprise. She always saw this as a spiritual growth network. It was to be an enterprise in media that reached people in all aspects of their life. She saw this as a, a holistic approach to reaching the whole person in the middle of the world and bringing them truth and life. 
To donate, go to thequestatlanta.com. So, you love listening to The Quest but can't always listen live? No worries. Now with the Quest Atlanta app, you never have to miss out. Listen on demand, submit prayer requests, catch up on the latest headlines, and so much more. Available on the App Store and Google Play today. Do you have a friend or family member who's seeking to grow in their spirituality? Know someone who's fallen away from their faith? Why not invite them to listen to AM 1160 The Quest? We offer a wide variety of the most prominent voices on Catholic Radio. There are four great ways to listen to The Quest. On your radio at AM 1160, online at thequestatlanta.com, on your smart speaker, and on the Quest Atlanta app. Please invite a friend to listen to AM 1160 The Quest today. Hello, I'm Kathy Schneider from St. Bridget Catholic Church in Johns Creek. You're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest. Welcome back to this hour of AM 1160, The Quest's live programming. I'm Father Augustin Tron, and I'm joined by Lisa Wheeler of Carmel Communications in the studio as host for The Quest Spring Pledge Drive, along with Annie Porter, our production manager. Annie, why don't you tell us where we are with our uh, pledges this hour? Thanks, Father. So I just wanted to give a quick update, and I also want to say thank you to our, our donors who came in at the last minute yesterday for our last five o'clock hour, um, we were able to actually meet our goal yesterday. So that's exciting. And we had Chris R, Claudia B, Anita R, Greg W, and Chris S donate at the last minute to help us meet that goal. So thank you, thank you, thank you to those folks. And for this hour, we have Kate S of Swanee, who's, who's put in a donation, John D of Roswell, Jordan L of Atlanta, and of course, Father Tron. So Thank you, thank you to everyone who's donated so far, and we're looking for your call next at 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or you can go to thequestatlanta.com and click that donate button. It's real easy, real simple, real pain, painless, guys. <laughs> so remember that the Quest relies on your pledges and prayers to sustain the station. It's all um, run by uh, donor uh, donor pledges. Uh, it's a blessing for the Archdiocese that this sort of inspiring content is available to those of us who live here with just a uh, with just a dial or a click. So please continue to share the quest with your friends and family. You're actually evangelizing by telling others about this station. Right? It's the simplest way for you to evangelize. We're all called to that evangelization. Pope St. John Paul II right, talked so much about the new evangelization. Uh, it's so easy uh, to evangelize just by telling people to, to turn to this radio station. They can hear so much about our faith. Uh, if you're listening today, perhaps you want to make a, the, the quest a special cause of yours. Again, the phone number is 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160. You can also donate by going to thequestatlanta.com. That's thequestatlanta.com. Uh, don't forget the the and the website. And click the donate button. There's a spot to designate a donation in honor of someone also, uh, and that can be read on the air. We'll also provide your first name and last initial or your parish so our guests know who's calling or donating online. And uh, you can always donate in honor of someone who's special to you. Right? Uh, you can also become a part of the Quest St. Gabriel Society today. That's just a monthly donor who pledges $20 or more a month. And Mass is said every month here in the chapel at the Quest offices. 
We have a Mass every month, and uh, Masses are said for the intentions of those monthly sustainers. Uh, so once we have Mass again, those uh, Wednesday Masses will resume. Right before the shutdown, the last person to do that was uh, Bishop Ned. He came and said Mass here in our chapel. So I think we really need a Catholic radio in Atlanta community. We need more than ever now, especially uh, since the world needs so much hope with everything that's going on with the coronavirus and everything. And we know that a lot of people uh, have lost jobs. A lot of people are in uh, bad situations. So uh, we're certainly praying for them. And, and any little bit that you can give, right? if you can even just $5 or $10, one-time donations, monthly donations, uh, every little bit helps. So whatever um, a little bit you're able to give, uh, we will greatly appreciate it. And certainly also your prayer, uh, prayer helps also. If that's all you can give us, uh, we can definitely use that also. So, uh, uh, in order to unlock our matching gifts, though, we need you to call and pledge this hour, if you would, please. So now I think it's time um, to hear a little from our guest. Yep. This is a guest that both Father uh, Tran and I know very well, um, and someone who really knows the importance of Catholic radio. So Dr. Pia de Seleni is a moral ethicist and cultural commentator. Um, she has served as a theological advisor and chancellor in the Diocese of Orange, Currently, she is the, this is a mouthful now, the Interim Global Executive Director of the Program of Church Management run out of the Pontifical University of the Holy Cross in Rome. <laughs> so let's say that three times uh, fast. No. Um, what, but what's most important about Pia is that she is a dear friend of Father Tron's dating back to when they both studied together um, at the Angelicum in Rome. Uh, and their friendship, you know, was pre-existing. And then I met P.S., so I stole her away from Father. And now uh, she's one of my closest friends as well. So uh, welcome, Pia, to Atlanta Catholic Radio. Hey, it's great to be with you. And you both, we, you were both at, our, at my wedding. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. We were. So that's proof. There's pictures to document the fact that we are all really friends. Not just Facebook friends, but real, real friends. Real friends. <laughs> um, so, Pia, before we talk about why uh, Catholic Radio is so important, um, are there any other Father Tron stories that you might have that we can talk about? Um, I know our listeners would love to hear one from, you know, maybe when he was in the seminary in Rome or um, I don't know, just anything that. You know, I was, try I was trying to think of one and I, I can't remember anything that really stands out except, you know, we were really lucky because there were two other uh, women that were studying with me. We were lay women. And this is, you know, for some reason there was a gap there when lay women hadn't been studying, or lay people in general hadn't been studying in Rome for a couple of years. So we show up, and I have to say, these American seminarians were so gracious to us, um, and yet completely mindful of the appropriate boundaries and everything. But they looked out for us. I mean, we had just landed in Rome. They'd been in Rome. We were trying to figure this out, and they they were just so gracious and welcoming. And I think that we were really blessed to study with them. I would say, too, that for all of us, um, it really helped to shape our ideas of the priesthood because, you know, you come from a small town or your small world, whatever it is, and you have a very limited experience of the priesthood. And to be in a pontifical university studying with these men, and this is the John Paul II generation, right? I mean, these are uh, these are men that were, were choosing the priest, 
were answering a call to the priesthood for the right reasons, and it, it, it made such an impression. And I think that's I can't. I wish I had a good funny story. I can't remember one. I should have probably talked to a few people before I got on here. But more than anything, what I was grateful for was just the witness of the priesthood, and it 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 completely changed my experience. And and just seeing people there were answering the call for the right reasons. Well, I for one am um, thankful that you don't remember any story. So <laughs> we'll just keep what what happened in Rome in Rome. So. <laughs> So we've been talking about the quest and how important its mission is to the people here in Atlanta. You're a regular contributor to Catholic Radio, I know, all around the country. Uh, So why do you think local Catholic Radio is important? You know, this is what I tell people on many causes. Um, If we don't speak up, we allow others to speak up for us. And I was at a conference in Rome a few years ago um, on social communications, and this topic came up, and he, people made the point, you know, that there were people there from the New York Times and some of the other big international media outlets, and they said, well, you can't get mad at us for telling the story when you don't tell the story. And I think that's the, the importance of Catholic media, Catholic radio, is that we need to be telling the stories. And, I mean, quite honestly, we can't expect mainstream press to always be interested in Catholic in Catholic stories. I mean, that's like mm-hmm. wanting Architectural Digest to cover golf. <laughs> that's ridiculous. And we, you know, we're big girls and boys. We can run our own media and tell the stories that helped shape our community, that helped to shape our, our values, that go deeper into the issues that are most relevant to us. So the reason I think that Catholic radio is so important is because it does provide that voice. And without that voice, you either get a void or you get someone else to step in that has that, that, that just has nothing to do with what is Catholic. And it, it's just a unique voice. And I think this is a, to my mind, this is, you know, this is part of Matthew twenty eight nineteen. Go forth and spread the gospel, baptize, you know, and, and baptizing all the nations in my name. you got to have ways to do that. And, you know, sometimes I've even thought, and this is a little bit drastic, I know, but, you know, we did Catholic hospitals, we did Catholic education, now maybe what we need to do is Catholic media and put all of our resources there, because it's media that's shaping the culture. Uh, it, it's Amen. not, we, we can talk about, you know, people can get upset about this, that, and the other, <laughs> I'm sorry, at the end of the day, it's, it's the media that's shaping your, your, your culture. Mm-hmm. It's not because Father didn't give the greatest homily or didn't do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, your kids spend more time with media. We all spend time with media. So then Catholics need to be shaping that at all levels. Amen. Again, that number <laughs> is 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or visit thequestatlanta.com. That's thequestatlanta.com to make a donation. We're now at nine donors this hour. We're still looking for one station guardian. That's a donation of $100 a month. And two more monthly donors uh, to step up. Um, uh, if we can get uh, that during uh, during this hour, that would be wonderful. Yeah, and I would say that uh, what Pia just said um, is pretty much like a clarion call to everyone that's listening right now. Um, I think that, you know, she hit the nail on the head. And, you know, if there's a way that, you know, Annie, we can continue to talk about that for the rest of this pledge drive about the importance of media and for those listening that if, you know, re- you, we really want to change the culture, um, this is where we need to direct our energy. This is where we need to direct our resources. And so, you know, if you're, um, you know, if you're 
if you're listening and you appreciate this and, and you really have a concern and a care um, for our future generations, for your kids, your maybe even your adult children um, who have, uh, you know, stepped away from the faith for whatever reason, um, you know, in their name, in their, you know, in the prayers that you're saying on their behalf, um, maybe join those prayers with a little bit of a, a sacrificial donation here for Atlanta Catholic Radio. Um, the station guardian that, that father mentioned, I was talking a little earlier a little bit about Fatima. Uh, when you become a station guardian for the quest, you will get a very special rosary. And remember, Our Lady appeared in Fatima um, to the children under the title of Our Lady of the Rosary. And nobody can deny that there are um, definite similarities and comparisons um, between what happened uh, in 1917 and what is happening right now um, in 2020. So, you know, as a station guardian, you know, under the the patronage of Our Lady of Fatima, who's one of the patrons of of the station and, uh, and the quest, you know, consider uh, very prayerfully right now about becoming that $100 monthly uh, donor station guardian. Uh, Pia, what would you say to someone who's listening to us right now who's considering supporting the quest as on the fence? I, I just think that this is probably one of the most important areas that you can support with your resources. And I wanted to add, you know, one of the re- another reason that I think Catholic media is so important is for those who are struggling with their faith, um, discerning, you know, maybe coming back to the faith, maybe they're they're feeling a call to the faith. One of the great things about Catholic media is that you can kind of engage it. It's a safe space. So instead of going to a, a talk, which is a little more public and so forth, listening to a podcast or listening to uh, to the radio, that's something you can do in your own space and you can have control over it. And I've heard from so many people who part of their conversion or reversion journey has involved Catholic media, because that was some place that they could encounter Catholic thought, it really in a safe way. It, 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 it's in a space, the confine of their cars, their home, whatever, their earbuds, right? But it, it, it's, it's not invasive. They get to engage it on their terms, and it really helps people in their, their journey to, to, to the Church and to love Christ. And so I think that, again, if you're really looking for a way to influence the world, Catholic media is one of the the most surefire ways to do so. We are with Dr. Pia De Seleni, a moral theologian and cultural commentator who regularly writes for and appears on media outlets in both the secular and religious press. Um, For those of you, uh, you know, interested, you can reach Pia, you can follow her um, at her website, which is a like one of the best website addresses on the planet, <laughs> by the way. So it is www.moraltheologian.com. That's moraltheologian.com. So if you want to learn more about Pia, um, uh, you know, we're talking to people now during this drive who are listeners and advocates of the quest. Um, but there may be somebody that's listening today that um, is just tuning in for the first time. And if you are, you know, we are the quest Atlanta. This is our spring pledge drive. We've been talking about how you can make a difference in our local community here just by supporting uh, this important mission. We're inviting you to help us uh, to evangelize and to lead Atlantans to a deeper relationship with Christ. Um, Really, you know, is there anything more important that you could be involved with right now? This is Atlanta Catholic Radio AM 1160. Our number is 470-508-1160, or you can visit thequestatlanta.com. Please consider becoming a monthly donor. 
And I want to give a quick update for y'all too. And I really want to thank those that have called in this hour and that they've made that donation that's going to make a difference and it's helping us to continue this mission. So we want to thank Louise and Larry from Andover, Massachusetts, Rosemary S. in Atlanta, Richard G. in Marietta, Robert S. in Noonan, Bruce and Diane in Smyrna, and Guillermo M. in Ackworth. We thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And of course, Kate S. from Swanee, John D. from Roswell, and Jordan L. from Atlanta, and Father Tran, who also donated. So thank you all for all your donations this month. And it looks like we just had a angel walk into the room. Steph? Hey, good morning, everyone. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just wanted to share something really fun. We just had a caller call in, and uh, they made a nice donation for us in honor of Father Trun. And uh, they told me this story, and I love the story so much, I just wanted to come in and share it. Is that okay, guys? I know Go this is it. your hour, but <laughs> anyway, um, in 1993, during um, World Youth Day in Denver, Father was just a seminarian at the time and went with four busloads of kids to Denver. And four of those kids got sick on the trip. And I guess that must have been on the way back. Mm-hmm. Is that right, Father? Yeah, because we had to do so much walking on that trip. It was a, it, it's a long story, but yes. <laughs> yeah, so I remember here, it very well. So very here well. he is, a seminarian, and he goes with them to the emergency room, and, and everyone else continues on their bus trip, and he stays with these four teenagers to um, just be there for them spiritually and physically and, you know, just... Um, nurture them during that time and uh so that was something very memorable to a lot of parents and they ended up getting home a- ahead of all the other kids who are on the buses who left ahead of them so because the kids couldn't good. take the bus so we had to fly back oh, <laughs> wow. okay okay and uh they also said this person who called in said to thank you for that and to thank you for all the ways that you have been continually feeding spiritually uh, your flock during this pandemic and all who come to you that you have been very just wonderful and just sharing your love for the faith and being there for them spiritually. So she wanted to say thank you. And she is issuing a challenge to all the teens who may have been on those four buses to call in right now, if their parents are listening, uh, to call in and make a donation in honor of Father Trun. So thank you, Father Trun, for everything you do. Thank you. That was, uh, thank you for those very kind words, and thank you very much for your donation. That was uh, wonderful. What a what a great blessing. Yeah, that was a uh, great memories from that trip. That was that was a hard trip, but a lot a lot of blessings and a lot of great memories from that. Thank you. And they put sick people on a plane, apparently. So <laughs> yeah. that wouldn't happen today, right? right. No more. So, Pia, before we let you go, thank you so much for getting up so early. I know you're in San Diego, so it's, what, uh, 6.50 a.m.? You got up at 6.30. Well, you were on the air at 6.30, so you're up well before that. So thanks so much. Now more than ever, oh, Catholics need to, be the, need to be the truth, and they need to proclaim the truth. So there's a holiness, um, uh, there's a holy boldness that Jesus is asking of us. Do you have any final words, just to, in the last uh, minute or two here, any final words to our listeners who are thinking about supporting Catholic Radio here in Atlanta? You know, again, I just think that it's one of the most important things that you can support. And I, I, I hear from people all the time concerned about, you know, how the, the culture is, is shaping their family, their friends, their children. They're upset because the Church hasn't done X, Y, or Z. I'm sorry, 
put your money into the media because that is what's shaping the culture and that that is where we need to be Catholics need to be there and we need to be doing the best job possible because this is this is the way in which this is the medium in which we communicate with the world in which the world is shaped so we need to be part of that game if we don't I mean we're hiding the light under the bushel basket thank you Pia God bless you thanks for being with us it's great to be with you thanks thanks Pia um, I, but you know, before we start closing out here, Father's going to close us out, but I just wanted to, um, you know, put things in a little bit of a perspective. I know another, uh, couple of hosts that may have hosted, uh, yesterday, uh, brought this up, but you know, it's true that like gas prices are down and, um, you know, we haven't been, you know, those of us that, that's, that haven't been as affected by, uh, the lockdown from a financial standpoint, you know, we've been able to um, save resources uh, in various ways. And if you think about the money that that we've been able to save, maybe from gas, or if you think about it in terms of, you know, how much you spend on, you know, coffee uh, every day, uh, maybe giving up that as a sacrifice uh, every month, just a small portion of it, um, you know, that that really equates to the ability to become uh, a monthly donor. So, you know, think about about putting it in that perspective when you're thinking about donating here, you know, in terms of um, some sort of savings that you can make in your life uh, that's that's incremental, but yet could become something very um, meaningful and worthwhile to uh, the quest, you know, monthly donor pledge of $20 or more uh, really will go a long way in uh, helping Atlanta Catholic Radio here in Atlanta. So be uh, before, first of all, can we have some uh, some more totals and donations? Yeah, we so we actually are at, they're typing in the 16th donor this yeah. hour. We made it. Yeah. We did it. Yeah, I want to say thank you to David G. in Stockbridge, Carrie S. in Loganville, Catherine L. in Woodstock, Ben G. of Peachtree City, Andrea and Bo- Andrea and Boland, Jay in Atlanta, and Janice G. And I don't have a location for that one yet, but mm-hmm. we thank you all for your donations this hour. And we want to say thank you to Kate S., John D., Jordan L., Luis and Larry, Rosemary, Richard, Robert, Bruce and Diane and Guillermo, as well as they donated in the beginning of the hour. So thank you, everyone, for those donations. Sorry, they're greatly appreciated, and you are helping to make a difference. That number to call is 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160. Or you can go to thequestatlanta.com. Click that donate button. Yeah, just because we made our goal doesn't mean we we don't need more donors. We're so still looking for that station guardian, guys. <laughs> yeah, so, so still need another guardian, please. So before we close out, let's just talk a little bit about the programming. There's somebody something for everyone here. You get the mass. We'll be uh, listen to the mass here. Call to communion. Uh, Dr. Ray, More to Life, Take Two, Al Cresta, Catholic Answers, and so much more. Um, here on the Quest Radio, so uh, uh, who do you uh, who do you know that would love this programming? Please tell your friends. Right, you might be the one person that keeps uh, keeps someone Catholic or bring someone uh, to the station uh, with your support. So please call in now and support us. Invest in the lives of others. Be generous. Light up our phones, please. If you'd like to invest in this great postulate, if you've been thinking about this, if you love the quest, call and let us know, or jump online at thequestatlanta.com. dot com. The dot com. 
And um, uh, you can't be overdone in generosity. Remember that uh, we can never outdo God in generosity. So thanks for spending the hour with us. Please keep calling. We're right here. I'd just like to uh, end with a prayer. Uh, why don't we offer up this uh, this hour and all these people to Our Lady uh, as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Father, and of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in this hour. We'll be back live at 11 to 1 and then 4 to 6 today. That number to call is 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. Or at thequestatlanta.com and click that donate button.